641 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Wes Moreno, he is the county administrator for Escambia County. And by pretty much universal, uh, uh, you know, not, maybe not universal, but uh, very widespread, uh, has been doing a very good job since he's been in, in the position, even though he didn't want it in the beginning. Uh, Wes Moreno, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Hey, good morning, Andrew. It's great to be here. Good morning. Good to have you as well. Um, I got a couple of questions and notes from EMS that are interesting. One is that, uh, according to the weekly uh, director's report, um, they uh, EMS has made 10 offers of employment for full and part-time EMTs and paramedics. That's going to close out all the available openings. will be fully staffed based on current position roster. But And there's a note in here, however, not adequately staffed to maintain total call volume. So, yes, up to full staff for the positions that are available, but still we really need to have more positions in order to be fuller staff. Would you is that is that accurate? Is that the assessment? Uh yeah, and so, you know, we've added uh 18 new positions there in EMS in an effort to make improvements. It's eight new EMTs, eight new paramedics. And so, we've hired up to uh we've hired eight of those folks, four EMTs, four paramedics. And then after January, we'll hire four more EMTs and four more paramedics. And we're also looking to get, uh, we're, we're tracking our ambulances. We're hoping they get here before the end of the December. I'd like to have them here now. But that'll give us staff when the new trucks get here, the ambulances get here, we'll be ready to roll. And, uh, but yeah, we've made, we made, we made a lot of headway. When I, when I come into this, we had 21 vacancies or 20 something plus vacancies there in EMS, and so uh, we've work, been working hard. We've raised wages to be able to hire folks and retain folks, and uh, we, you know, we're paying for paramedic certifications. If you come on with EMT, we'll pay for your certification to be a paramedic. We've done a lot of things over there, and uh, we've, we're making headway. We're not there yet, but we're making headway. When when I look at the calls holding reports, um, it, I keep hoping because I want to believe that we're making progress, like you say, it keeps feeling like they look about the same. You know, there's a few days a week where we have no held calls, and then we have a few days a week where we have held calls. And, you know, I understand that not everything about that is within your control, but it's still, if if these are the parameters, you know, what can we do? If we're going to get new trucks in and we're going to have new hires coming on board, when will we know whether what we're doing is really showing a difference and how will we know it, it, and unless you disagree with me my assessment of where we're at now well i mean we're going to keep tracking the the, the data i mean that's what we're going to do okay. um we ha- i mean i don't know any other way to do it but to track the data and so that's what i'll continue to do and I, you know we're well I, i'm not going to be uh Pollyanna and tell you we're never going to have uh, calls held. I mean, I think we will always have some held calls. I think what we want to do is minimize the number of, uh, uh, you know, the the more serious calls that we get, the heart attacks, the strokes, the right. and I can't breathe type things. Those are the, those are the calls that that we those held calls. We don't want any held calls in that arena. And so that's that's what I will track, and that's what we, we will track there in EMS. Yeah, and that's definitely one of the things I would I would love to see maybe a little bit more of a split on is held alphas and bravos versus held you know held uh, deco, uh, deltas and Eps- mm-hmm. you know like that that would give me a better sense of because held doesn't necessarily mean much if it's serious it's a big deal if it's not the serious maybe it's not as much of a deal uh, one last or maybe two last things on EMS though um, you know the the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away you ordered these new trucks you got new trucks coming in yay we're excited. 
And then lo and behold, uh, two weeks ago, we had not one, but two ambulances got rear-ended at like 45 and 60 miles an hour, mm-hmm. sitting in the side of the road with the lights flashing, and they got rear-ended, right? Yeah, unfortunately, that happens more, probably happens more than you would think. Okay. Uh, I, it, I don't know what it is. The, you see the lights, you see things going on, and... I guess I don't go on the phones or what they're doing, but we have we have had some ambulances, uh, not not of their own fault, but we've had some be involved in accidents, and uh, we had one going down going down one ten, and uh, girl just merged right over into them for whatever <laughs> reason. Uh, you know, of course. What do you do with that? You know, what do you do with that? So it it it, it, it is a thing. It's not just ambulances. We have, I mean, animal control trucks. We have public public works trucks. Uh, you would think people could see a, a, a big a big vehicle, but for whatever reason, they don't. And there's a there's another story that I saw in the weekly report that um, again it's just to me this is more of a highlighting the challenges that EMS faces uh, that are not always so obvious. But uh, I guess they had a combative patient who was so much trouble that damaged the inside of the ambulance. You know, you think about getting hit from the outside, and then now this person's damaging the interior, I'm sure, needing repairs, and has to be arrested because they're combative on the inside of the ambulance. Yep, that's exactly right. Um, you know, these, these folks, our first responders, they, they, they face a lot. Yeah. They, they really do. And with the amount of drugs and mess and sitting all on the streets and uh, just things that... You never know what you're going to roll up on, and you know you're trying to help somebody, and they're not in the, the right state of mind, and that's what happens. And I, you know, this is one of these things where you know I, I know you go out of your way to give praise to the uh, the folks who do the work that are the frontline responders, and they are fantastic. Uh, I, I you know even though you and I talk quite a bit about you know challenges, I also want people to understand that <laughs> there are challenges imposed on EMS by a variety of circumstances that aren't necessarily in their control as well. One of the uh, things I, I'm very supportive of this ordinance that um, you know the Scammy County Sheriff's Office and your legal department has kind of put together. Um, you know, working with Allison or whoever's, I don't know if she's the one working on it, but in the legal department, uh, for the median occupation, interference with traffic, panhandling, all of that kind of stuff. I have a weird question, and I know you'll have an answer for me because I know you think about this stuff too, but um, when I was coming down the off-ramp from I-110 to Davis Highway the other day, and there was somebody standing there in the median, right, right in the middle of everything, I looked at it and I realized, well, that median is not six feet across, it's a triangle. It's in some places, it's like two inches across. In some places, it looks like it's about 15 feet across. And I'm just, I just want to make sure that when we put this into place, they're going to really have the ability to enforce it, and it's really going to work the way we're hoping it is. Yeah, uh, I think more importantly is uh, the action of the individual that's there at the intersection or there on the sidewalk. You know, number one, are they in the road bed? That's the first issue. And the second issue is what is what is their action? What is their behaviors? Uh, are they just standing there quietly holding the sign? Which if somebody probably nobody will, will mess with them. But if they're standing there flipping people off, they're being belligerent to, to folks as they're pulled up at the intersection, are they making gestures? Are they screaming and hollering at them? Those sorts of things. I think that will that behavior will absolutely be addressed. I believe the sheriff will absolutely enforce that ordinance. 
to the best visibility uh, for those type of behaviors at intersections. And and, and, uh, and not and not because there's a legal distinction between holding a sign or yelling a profanity, but because one interferes with traffic, the other does not. Yeah, it, absolutely. It, it's an interference of the, of the traffic, and you know you, we've all seen it at the intersections. I've seen. I saw uh, a few weeks ago. Saw a guy sitting on a bucket <laughs> pretending to read a book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if he was reading the book or sleeping, but, but anyway, he had a book open. You know, hey, he's not bothering anybody. And uh, But then I've seen some, and you see them, where they're walking in the roadbed, they're making hand gestures, they're hollering at folks that don't give them attention, and, and a variety of things that they do. And those are the, those, those are the behaviors that, that we want to go after right there. Well, like I said, I am uh, I am looking forward to the conversation. The ordinance is going to be uh, talked about in December, and I know I think everybody is looking for us to see, see if we can't find a solution to this problem. Uh, one of the other things, and this is more of a, a good news note, um, and I apologize, I don't know a lot of the details. I probably have reported on it and forgotten them, but uh, the commissioners at one of the recent meetings were talking quite a bit about the Cadet Academy for EMT and fire. Um, I believe both, right? Is that right? We operate a, a, an academy for both? Mm-hmm, that's right. How how much has that produced for us in terms of recruitment or development of quite staff? A bit. Quite quite a bit, quite a bit. Uh, fire, you know, their vacant their staffing levels have improved drastically. And EM, of course, EMS, you know, you can come into EMS uh, mainly as EMT, but you can't come in as a paramedic. But you come in as as EMT, and you know, we'll we'll put you through the, the paramedic uh, academy. It, we, and we do that same thing with corrections. We do the same thing with corrections. And we're doing the same thing in public works. Uh, we'll take folks in as as uh, entry-level equipment operator, and we'll send them to Pensacola State College uh, CDL, Commercial Driver's License Academy, and they'll come out with a Class A Commercial Driver's License. You have a career for life at that point. Yeah, no, it's, and, uh, it's so impressive. So it's working well. It's, and, yeah, and it's then working the other... well for us across and then and then you and i god again i'm sorry i forget but you and i talked maybe a week or two ago about the program to um in brownsville to you know get some kids exposed to some possible career choices that were you know uh like maintenance and service and construction and that kind of stuff did that that happened and then how did it turn out do you know it, it, it's, well, it's moving forward yeah, it's moving forward uh, uh block by block uh, That's programs right. what we're calling it but yeah it's moving forward and uh we got 25 to 30 and folks enrolled. Oh, and, great. Uh, so they'll be going. They'll be going through that academy, and they'll come out with a certification to be able to you know, go out and, and get a job. And that's being offered, if I recall, yeah. at, at county cost. Right, the county is providing that at no cost to them. Uh, yep, yeah, that's absolutely correct. Yep. Well, considering all the things we try to do to create workforce and get people into you know productive lives, I mean, I, I'll t- twenty-five to thirty may not seem like a lot, but to me, at twenty-five to thirty, that aren't doing other things they shouldn't be doing, right? Absolutely. That's the whole goal of the program. Outstanding. Uh, well, next week you'll be off. Of course, it is Thanksgiving. So, uh, again, let me reiterate, I always appreciate the time. I appreciate the work that you've been doing in a job that, in the beginning, you didn't necessarily want, and now you've kind of embraced a little bit more, and I like to see that. Uh, but, Wes, we'll talk to you again in two weeks. Wes Moreno is the Escambia County Administrator. Sir, thank you so much for the work and for the time. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Andrew. We'll see you now.